Welcome to Pitch Perfect, a first of its kind podcast series brought to you by Aviathon, an AI-enabled video roleplay platform. I'm Damni, your host for this incredible journey where we connect with thought leaders to discuss cutting-edge strategies and secrets to building a successful sales ready team. I'm very excited to welcome our special guest for today's episode, Mr. Rajendra Dandogia. A strategy and leadership coach, business mentor, and former managing director at Veritas Healthcare Limited. Mr. Dandukia started his career as a medical representative with GSK in 1981 and has grown through the line functions while working with CIPLA, DRL, Sun, RPG Life Sciences, and Abbott. He held various leadership positions as president, COO, and director during the last 15 years of his 39 years of experience in the Indian pharmaceutical industry. Mr. Dandukia is a certified Gallup coach and also got his certification for independent director from the Indian Institute of Directors in 2019. Mr. Dandukia believes in building sustainable businesses, creating lasting value for customers, architecting brands and talent commitment, versatility and people development are Mr. Dandukia's hallmark. In this episode, Mr. Dandukia will share his insights on the future of pharma sales model. A very warm welcome to Pitch Perfect, sir. We are excited to have you on our show. Thank you so much, Damini. So, sir, to start off with, we will have a Q&A segment where I'm going to ask you some questions and then you can give me your insights on that. Are you ready? Sure, sure. Great, let's get started. So, my first question to you is, what is your opinion on the current state of the Indian pharmaceutical industry and how it is evolving? Indian pharmaceutical industry is a sunrise industry almost for two decades now. It has continued to grow at 115 to 12% CAGR for the last two decades. And incidentally, post-COVID now, we have come back to the similar growth rate. The basic issue in India is modern medicine has not percolated down to the class 3, class 4 and villages. And therefore, the opportunity in India for penetration of modern medicine is very high. Today, only 40% of India is able to get the branded generic in the market. And therefore, this growth appears to be continuing at least for another decade. That's what we have been seeing as a forecast. Right. So that actually perfectly summarizes how exactly, you know, the pharmaceutical current state is and how it will evolve. So my next question to you is, companies are now creating a dedicated sales force effectiveness function to improve the productivity of the sales force. So how do you think the role is going to evolve in the next five years? So as I said in my first answer, the key here is going to be penetration and creating access for the modern medicine in India. Now, if you have to penetrate deeper and if you have to create a larger access, what is important is that your field force should be able to really reach out and reach to the primary healthcare uh, physicians, should be able to give your proper message and they should be able to take decision through their own diagnosis that what is the right medicine to be prescribed for a patient. Now, when you look at this entire chain of event, what is most important is how do you try and improve the efficiency and effectiveness of your field force? Incidentally, post-COVID, we have learned a lot of things. The technology has really taken a forefront. 
and covid has become kind of a technology driver uh, in all the industries across the world when you look at pharmaceutical industry the promotion of pharma products is undergoing a big change earlier it was only personal through medical representative and different forums were used or the virtual forums were used to an extent of 10 to 15% today pharmaceutical industry has started using almost 40 to 50% of virtual medium also they have been using the personal visit and more and more this is likely to happen so there will be virtual forums there will be physical forums and there will be combination of both where the promotion of products will happen and this will facilitate doctors to take appropriate decision now if this is the process which is going to evolve then the most important is your medical rep has to really get upskilled and should be ready to handle this with effectiveness so if a medical representative is spending say 10 to 12 hours on the field what is most important is how effectively he is spending this hours so therefore sales force effectiveness or sales force efficiencies are going to be paramount in the coming 10 years and all the companies will be working through ai and machine learning on different models of how do they increase efficiencies and effectiveness of their field force Yeah, that absolutely makes sense because we can see that the hybrid model, like that, is something which is the physical and the virtual mix of both, is going to be the future now. So that absolutely makes sense. Yeah. So now moving on to my next question, patients are increasingly becoming strong stakeholders in the overall healthcare system. Now, what is the sales model that pharma companies are adopting to tackle this kind of change? so there is a sea change over last 10 15 years earlier the companies were more doctor centric because doctor was the deciding factor and he used to write a prescription and patient used to follow what he is prescribed but now actually patient has already entered the boardroom of all the companies where the patient centric approach is being discussed by all the marketing teams so the idea is how do you facilitate patient to become more aware how do you facilitate patient to follow the compliance of the medicine how do you create a support system for patient so that he has proper knowledge his lifestyle improves he continues the medication and he is able to manage his disease better so patient centric approach is going to really uh, become paramount in all the future strategies and all the companies will have to look through this lens and see that how do they create initiative which can go right up to the patient and doctors become definitely remains as a decision maker however it also helps doctor to convince patient and to help him understand what he is passing through and that makes the journey of a doctor also far more easier and uh, contributing from a pharma company side so naturally that will help doctor to decide in favor of pharma company brands that's what i see as a future right that's a very valid point so i completely agree with you on that that a patient centric approach is going to be and you know come something which the pharma companies have to adopt so moving on to the next question 
the millennial and the gen z generation is brand driven and they are making buying decision based on a trust based relationship with that particular brand so how are the millennials and the gen z generation are impacting pharma industry so pharma industry is evolving the issues are of a excess in pharma industry and therefore what is likely to happen is e pharmacies are gaining lot of significance importance and attention from all the patient segment especially when e pharmacy are coming into play what happens is generally if you go to a chemist chemist will be able to keep around 6000 8000 or maybe 15000 sku's whereas e pharmacy is able to manage 50000 sku's the logistics become simple the margins become simpler and therefore they are able to provide better pricing to the patient so gen z is going to be more attracted towards e pharmacy where they may also have an option of choosing a brand which has been economical uh, and they may go with the economical brand or they may continue to you know consume the same brand which has been prescribed generally in chronic patient what happens the elderly patients are always brand loyal because they would want to take the brand which they have been taking for years and there is a level of trust in the brands that they have been taking for years and they have been feeling better with uh, whatever medication they have been consuming but gen z probably will be able to now evaluate more objectively that what is it that they can make a choice which is equally qualitative which is easily available and that helps them to also uh, service whatever is required in terms of medication so that's a shift that i uh, see happening in the coming years so it will be a little different compared to what you see in the other industry where uh, the new millennial people will be more attached to the brand whereas in pharmaceutical industry it is going to be what is available what is relatively economical because it can be a long term consumption of a medicine and how about regulatory and the regulatory is also going to kind of recommend branding or have proper regulation around the pricing of the essential medicines so that is also going to drive the pharmaceutical industry in order to see that better penetration happens in the market of the medicines which are required by the patients right right that's very true because even if we see in the gen z uh, like you know the generation right now because of the accessibility and the availability to uh, kind of compare things to have easy access to information that actually impacts a lot of decisions so that's a very great, like that's a good answer that you have said over there thank you so much yeah so sir for the next question i would just like to ask you that you know there are untapped markets in the rural areas and the semi urban areas now what do you think like these kind of market how they will affect the indian farmer these are the markets which are opening up a very big opportunity for the pharmaceutical industry right now as i said we are 35 to 40% in the metros class 1 class 2 cities we are able to really create an access and we are able to really satisfy the patient's need but class 3 class 4 villages where the india 65 or 60% of population is living we have not been able to really take the healthcare because of lot of work which is currently happening there is a infrastructure requirement doctor population requirement and this all is 
right now progressively improving and that is also going to give a great opportunity for the pharmaceutical industry to grow and this is why we say that even in the next decade we see that pharma will continue to grow at 11 12 or maybe a little higher percentage and we'll have a fantastic growth right that's true and from the earlier like you know as we were discussing you have also mentioned that you know you are passionate about building sustainable businesses and creating values for customer so can you tell us a little more about that front so business growth is dependent always on a satisfied customer so if you want to sustain the growth of a business it is as simple as you should have more and more satisfied customer so if i have to define the business process is creating a customer recreating the same customer and continue to recreate the same customer and keep adding the customer in order to sustain your growth so this requires a very strong customer centric insights approach and building a strategy around customers and as rightly we spoke about in pharmaceutical industry now it is patients also and patient are also you know major customer for the pharma companies so my focus has been this every time that we develop a strategy or every time that you know we have been coaching leaders you know we try to provide how do you really go down to the reality and see where the shoe is pinching to actually the patient and how do you either create a process by which you are facilitating his life or you are innovating what are the requirements you understand the need from them innovate the processes products services in a way that you are able to fulfill what are their requirements so my focus not only in pharma industry but other industries also the approach is how do you really build customer community and build business for a long term that's incredible so in in essence it's it will be more like you know retaining the customers that you already have while adding on to you know new people new absolutely, customers absolutely let's go so so now i'm coming on to my last question for this before we move on to our next segment so can you tell me two ways that the role of medical sales rep will evolve in the coming years so role of uh, medical rep is as we said earlier it's going to be two fold it's not just meeting the doctor personally and talking about products but it is also facilitating doctor to do his job better now this is where the companies will start using also virtual media diagnostics virtually also has started happening so there are companies who have been taking initiative and setting up with the doctor the telemedicine uh, initiative where a doctor is able to interact with the patient and also diagnose and support the patient so there will be lot of skills which will be required by a medical rep which are not just product centric but which may be a initiative of connecting a patient and a doctor in different way and how does a doctor can continue to create his community of patient keep them satisfied and see that he is able to service them so most of the companies are going to focus on this particular area at the same time doctor practice is also evolving many of doctors who have been above age of 45 or 40 they may not be technically uh, really you know very good 
and they are also in the learning phase covid has really taught all of them technology so they are also in the transformation phase so how do handle them and see that they become independent and they are able to use the technology very well so the way in which technology is evolving ai tools are getting used machine learning is getting used i think all of this is going to have a very large play in the pharmaceutical industry also and medical rep will be trained to leverage it differently in order to promote products in order to provide information and knowledge to doctors in order to see that patients continue to remain satisfied and we make a difference to their life right and uh, basically technology is the way to go yeah so yeah. that's how it is going to progress yeah so the way in which it was earlier it used to be personal meeting almost 80 85% of the time and there were only seminars which were getting conducted and that too more of international seminars were virtual indian doctors used to still meet in the auditorium together and they used to see a international doctor on a screen which is completely changed now yeah yeah post covid has made such changes that you know we had to adapt there was no option for us so we had to adapt and i guess that uh, moving forward this adaptation is going to be just beneficial i think in the long run as well absolutely 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 yeah. so now uh, we this is bringing me to the end of the qna segment so we have another segment which we called as the underrated overrated segment so i want you to name the most underrated and the most overrated qualities of a modern sales leader very interesting so the most underrated quality of a evolving leader i think is coach like mindset i think every leader needs to have a coach like mindset just let me elaborate and tell you the difference coach like mindset is at all point in time considering your resources your people your team member as complete as whole as capable of finding their own solution and helping them provide the right triggers so that they are able to identify their own solution and when an individual identifies his own solution for a task or a objective or the issue the energy that he has of implementing it executing it is far far greater compared to when you provide a solution which is probably out of the experience or maybe any other format so i think the future leader will have to be coach like mindset this also helps leaders even in their personal life and i strongly feel that when you do that you are actually replicating energy of your team members which is your key job in order to improve productivity and run the organization the other i feel the underrated uh, segment is kind of mastering the art of storytelling storytelling is a way to go for future probably in every area when you are saying a story people pick up the message the receptivity is far higher the acceptance of stories is far higher and stories come with the experience of one or another so therefore you know it's kind of sharing the experience which is kind of a live experience which is taken wholeheartedly by people so every leader has to become a master storyteller in order to see that that team continues to get insights out of those stories uh, get inspired out of those stories and do better in their life so these two segments i feel are underrated one is 
coach like mindset the second is uh, the art of storytelling the overrated i feel is a word empathy every leader uses that i am feeling empathetic for my people or i am empathy leader i think uh, it's not just understanding and realizing that where a problem is pinching my people or uh, where the shoe is pinching them it is more important is providing them solution so that they solve that problem so i think empathy word has been right now confined to only the understanding of an issue and i just want to extend it and say that approach will be empathetic when we are able to provide him a solution or drive him through the solution that how to achieve what he wants to achieve or if he has a problem if there is a shoe pinching there are issues then how can we or we can support him provide scaffolding to him so that he is able to march ahead he is able to take smaller risk in life and he is able to achieve what he wants to achieve so these are uh, you know very interesting question thank you so much for this i'm uh, glad that you were able to answer this question in such a wonderful way uh, this was an amazing uh, you know something to hear about so thanks for that thank you so much tanu thank you so much so everybody that was mr rajendra dandokia thank you for tuning in to pitch perfect hope you found this valuable the pitch perfect podcast series will keep bringing in visionary thought leaders in the hope of creating a community of sales force effective If you found the show insightful, I'd appreciate if you follow us and never miss an episode. We will be back with another episode at the same time. This is your host Damini signing off.